loves welcome back to spiritually connected today is a super exciting episode because i'm going to do another episode of my mini series on this podcast that i have called the strange and paranormal um today we're going to talk about ouija boards the history behind them some horror stories about them um and about the zozo demon a little bit so i'm super excited about it before we get into anything i wanted to remind you guys i do all types of psychic medium readings i do tarot readings astrological chart readings palm readings or aura like drawings um oracle readings like all types of different readings so if you're interested in any of those you can dm me on instagram my instagram is at spiritually connected readings um and if you want to leave a review or see my reviews, you can go to my website, which is spirituallyconnectedreadings.weebly.com. As far as my other social medias go, um, my TikTok is at spiritually underscore connected, which we are only a couple thousand away from 30k, which is absolutely insane to me. 30,000 people. Like, that's that's insane. Um, so follow me on there. And my Twitter is spirituallycon1. And as I mentioned, my sp- instagram is at spiritually connected readings there has been a fake account um that is pretending to be me but my actual instagram account will both be in the link in the description as always and again it's just at spiritually connected readings no punctuation no numbers please stop messaging me about fake accounts there is nothing i can do please just block and report okay um I want to dedicate this podcast episode to Lainey. A lady has been one of my patrons for so long, um, and I love Lainey more than anything. Um, they're such a sweet person, and I'm so excited to dedicate this podcast episode to them. If you are interested in hanging out with Lainey or anything, um, their TikTok is Your Grounded Destiny, and their Instagram is also Your Grounded Destiny, so they have the same username for both of those. Um, Lainey is the sweetest and I love them endlessly. Um, if you're interested in being shouted out in next week po- next week's podcast episode, I have a post on Patreon up where if you comment, I will dedicate a podcast episode to you. Um, this week is for Lainey, but maybe you'll be featured next week. All you have to do is subscribe to the Patreon and comment on that post. My Patreon um, is where I teach about witchcraft, spirituality, manifestation, like all kinds of stuff and I do divination for you guys and just like a bunch of different things um my patrons get special deals that not everyone gets on my readings and like just all types of stuff so definitely subscribe to my patreon just go to patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin and then you'll be able to subscribe to any one of my three tiers in order to fit your budget um and yeah if you enjoyed this episode, I really appreciate when you guys send me tips since I don't make money from this podcast. Um, my Venmo is at Greta Chapkin and my PayPal is GretaChapkin at gmail.com. Um, for the PayPal, please just make sure that if you want to send tips, um, do turn off your goods and services button because it messes with my PayPal. And it, even if you can't send tips for this particular episode or for any of my episodes, please share with your favorite friends and family because i always appreciate that sorry for that really long intro now let's get into the actual content so personally people i like i see a lot of people like saying like i'm spiritual but i would never mess with a ouija board like i'm spiritual but i would never touch a ouija board and all this stuff i think the ouija boards are actually really really cool the problem is almost all the horror stories that people like talk about when talking about Ouija boards is like they didn't use the rules correctly like they didn't follow the rules or they were stupid enough to think that the spirits weren't going to lie to them here's the thing is when you're using divination tools to communicate with the other side most of the time unless you have really strong like spells up most of the time spirits are able to lie to you you can't put your trust in a spirit through communication that's just a stupid move um 
And there are a list of Ouija board rules. I will have those posted on my Instagram by the end of the day today. This is a Saturday that I'm recording it, but I will post it tomorrow on Sunday. Um, And yeah, so just like be cautious and follow the rules for the Ouija board. Like you'll be fine, I promise. Like protect yourself. Just be smart about it. There's a lot of horror stories about Ouija boards that we're going to get into later in this episode. But yeah. First off, I want to talk about the history slash origins of the Ouija board because actually this this is so interesting to me. I looked into it so much. First of all, the term Ouija or Ouija actually means good luck. That's what it translates to, which is interesting considering the amount of bad luck that I read about with these boards. Um, But anyways, Ouija boards originally came from a method called reading tables of communicating with deceased loved ones during the beginnings of the spiritualist movement in the United States, Um, at least among white people. Um, mediums would read tables by using a heart-shaped device similar to what we now call a planchette to allow spirits to guide their hands on the table, either drawing pictures or writing letters or words. Um, the problem is that method became incredibly time-consuming for mediums, so they began to search for a new solution to connect with deceased loved ones, and mediums eventually invented what we now refer to as a Ouija board, but what they referred to as a talking board until it got patented later on. Following the Civil War in the United States, mediums became an incredibly popularized thing because of how many people wanted to communicate with their lost loved ones who had died in the war, especially to figure out what had happened to them, which is really depressing. Um, But the, quote, talking boards were such a popular method in 1886 that the news reported them as a phenomena taking over spiritualists. Um, The Ouija board itself was created and named in Baltimore, Maryland in 1890 by businessman Elijah Bond. He submitted an appeal to patent the talking board and the planchette on May 28, 1890, but he was told that if he wanted this patent, the device would have to be proven as functional. Um, A request was made by someone in the patenting office that if the board could spell out his full name, which Elijah didn't know and most people in the office didn't know. And when I say full name, I mean first, middle, and last name. Um, So nobody knew this guy's first name or full name pretty much. Um, So Elijah had no way of knowing. No one in the office had any way of knowing to tell Elijah. Basically, um, this man was like, if this board can spell out my full name, without any of you knowing it, then we will put this patent on, like, we'll allow you to patent this item. Um, Because they didn't want to look stupid, obviously. They're like, if it doesn't work, then I don't want to patent it. (laughs) But, and sure enough, the board did, in fact, spell out his whole name perfectly. Um, Elijah received the patent and started selling these boards as Ouija boards. That's just a very brief history of Ouija boards. They actually go back like there's a lot of history that I didn't cover but that's just like the the main talking points but I want to talk really briefly before we get into the actual stories about the Zozo demon so the Zozo demon is often associated with the Ouija board when someone spells out Z-O-Z-O on the board um it's one of the really major signs that things in the Ouija board have gone dark one of the problems that Zozo has is if you ask like if you think you're communicating with a loved one which Zozo likes to pretend to be a loved one um and communicate with people if you think you're communicating with a loved one and you try and prove it by asking them a question that only that loved one would know zozo also knows the answer um zozo is all-knowing and loves to play games loves to deceive you um and so they're going to know the answer to all these games and so that's why 
one of the reasons why having protections up is so important when you're doing any type of spirit communication, but especially when it comes to Ouija boards, um, because Zozo is heavily associated with the Ouija board, and yeah, Zozo is seen as either feminine or masculine, I have heard both, um, so honestly, I think that it's a demon, it can show up however it want to, <laughs> however it want to, however it wants to, um, I believe that demons are infinite beings that we need to respect, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other topic, um, but yeah, let's, let's get into the stories, because some of these are so good, and I'm really excited about them. The first story I want to talk about, I nicknamed Oceana's Never Again Moment, um, so these are all stories that I found online, by the way, um, most people play with the Ouija board in groups, or at least with one other person, but Oceana wanted to use it on her own. She put her hands on the planchette and asked questions, but nothing happened. When she took her hands off the uh, planchette and was about to put the game away, the planchette began to move around on its own. Oceana later said, I'll never try that again, in an interview. That's a little short story. Some of them are shorter, some of them are longer, but anyways, I just thought that was interesting because she wasn't even touching it and it just started moving all over the place. The next story I nicknamed Katniss and the Pocket Screws. Um, so when paranormal YouTuber Haley Reese's grandma Katniss was younger, her and her friends were playing with a Ouija board and they were convinced that there was something there. When her husband Barry came into the room after working on repairing his car all, all day, all the girls were telling him that this was real and he was skeptical. So he told him or he told the, the group of girls, um, if the board is so smart, how many screws are in my pocket? And the Ouija board guessed to the T how many screws were in his pocket which obviously freaked him out he said it was time to go and he was about to drive the girls home when the board spelled out barry leaves katniss stays katniss was the girl who was playing with the ouija board with her friends barry was her husband who came in with the screws it spared out it spelled out perfectly katniss stays barry leaves which i think is super creepy um going to another Haley Reese story. By the way, Haley Reese is a paranormal YouTuber and I love their content so much. She's absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, so Haley Reese's Ouija board gone wrong story. I want to talk about that really in, like briefly because that was like this watching this story time is like what skyrocketed my interest in Ouija boards in the first place because it's so insane. Like it's actually so creepy. Um, so warning, a little, little scary. <laughs> Ever since YouTuber Haley Reese was a child, she had been taught to believe in the paranormal and she was always taught that Ouija boards should never be something to mess with. Again, Katniss was her grandma and she had had that experience, so it makes sense as to why her grandma wouldn't want her, or, or her family in general, wouldn't want her messing with Ouija boards. Haley once was having a sleepover with her friends and they decided to play with a Ouija board. Haley decided that she didn't want to play, um, so she just sat and watched her friends participate because she thought she couldn't be hurt from there. Um, the planchette didn't really move for quite some time, so they became skeptical and bored. Um, but then Haley's friend Mona, who was hosting this sleepover, reassured everyone that patience was key and that something would come through eventually. Um, it was Mona's board, and she was the only one who knew how to play, so she led the questions and she led the whole game. Um, after around the 10th time of asking, is anyone here, the planchette jolted quickly to the word yes. When the board was asked who was present, it spelled out the name Lisa, and Mona's face dropped. Mona informed her friends that Lisa was her grandma's name, and she asked the board if she was speaking to her past grandmother, and the board said yes. Mona was ecstatic, overcome with joy that she was speaking to her grandmother. 
Things seemed to go fine as Moda continued to talk to her grandmother until she asked the spirit how her grandma had died because growing up the doctors could not find a plausible cause of her grandma's death. She had died in her sleep but she wasn't particularly old and the doctors kind of couldn't figure out how she had passed away. Um, Haley says that the energy shifted suddenly when Mona asked this question and the, bo- the board slowly spelled out, I was never alive. All of the girls were confused at this, as they were literally like 13 years old, and Mona replied, Yes, Grandma, you were alive, to which the board responded, I am not your grandmother. Haley swears that in this moment the room turned freezing cold and she began to feel sick to her stomach. She asked her friends to close out the board and stop playing, but they refused. All of a sudden, as they continued to play with the board, Mona's nose started bleeding and everyone started freaking out, to the point where they made the mistake of not properly closing out the board. The girls ran upstairs, and they were trying to process what happened, when all of a sudden, Mona's little sister started started screaming bloody murder and crying hysterically upstairs in her room. When Mona's mom came to check on her sister, who was three at the time, she refused to speak, but she was standing frozen in her room, screaming and crying of fear. Mona's sister would continue to have these screaming and crying fits for many, many years after. And that's not even half of the story. Haley believes to this day that uh, that had something to do with whatever they unleashed in the house that day. Mona's sister went on to have night terrors for many years, as previously mentioned, and she was so frightened for months after the event that she could not even tell her parents what she was seeing. She could not form the words to tell her parents what she was seeing. Eventually, Mona's parents started crying, and they asked her, like, what she was seeing, and Mona's sister finally was able to tell them after months. In the house they lived in, when you came up the stairs, there was Mona's sister room, and then a couple doors down, there was Mona's room. So in order to get to Mona's room, you would have to walk past her sister's room, and this is important to the story. Mona's sister told her parents that she would see a faceless man walk past her room, peek in, and then keep walking down the hallway towards Mona's room. Mona said that she had never seen a, quote, faceless man during this time, so she thought that her sister was just having nightmares. But one night, Mona heard a huge bang in her closet, and she found that her Ouija board had fallen from the shelf to the floor in the closet. She went to go pick up the board, and when she had it, she was about to, like, she was getting up to put it back on the shelf. She claims that she finally saw this faceless man. She ran out of her room, and threw the Ouija board in the trash. Um, And for a while, things seemed to be getting better, and her sister stopped having her night terrors, but then Mona moved to university, and she she was unpacking all of the things that she had packed in her dorm, and at the bottom of one of her suitcases was that same Ouija board, the one that had caused all of this, the one that had invited the faceless man, the one that she had thrown away when she was 15, that board was suddenly back as soon as she moved to university. All of Mona's family claimed that she did not pack the Ouija board, or they did not pack the Ouija board as a joke or anything of the sort. Everyone was confused as to how it got in there, and Mona, quote, knew in her soul that she threw the board out when she was 15. I wish the story stopped there, but unfortunately there is another part. Um, this story is so creepy, oh my god, I- like, ooh, gives me shivers still, and I've literally heard this a million times. Months later, Mona's roommate, who had the, had no knowledge of the Ouija board or any of the events that had surrounded it, woke up screaming and crying from a nightmare. 
When Mona asked what her roommate had seen, she described a nightmare where a faceless figure was standing in the corner of their room. Ugh, literally hearing that story for the first time is what got me, like, so interested in Ouija boards. It's because it's so interesting, but it's, like, so creepy at the same time. This is why you follow the Ouija board rules. Again, I will have a post about that on my Instagram, I promise, um, because I want y'all to be safe. I really, like, please do not play with a Ouija board without protection, without, like, following the rules. Always close out the board, but... It's just so creepy because, like, now, like, they have no idea how to get rid of this, quote, like, faceless man. Like, they don't know how to get rid of it. And it's plagued not only Mona, but, like, her whole family. And her roommate, too. The next story that I want to read, I nicknamed Justin's Hex. Um, a boy named Justin was once playing with a Ouija board with several of his friends. They asked questions, but instead of the planchette moving to certain letters, it began to move in a strange pattern. It went to all four corners of the board and made an X he told reader, Reader's Digest. Then it just went in circles. The next time he used the board, it was a different friend at his house. Again, the planchette moved in, a, in the same strange pattern. Justin says, I felt like it was some kind of hex. Later that night when he was sleeping, he felt a forceful hand grab his arm and wake him up. Everyone else in the house was asleep. See, here's the thing is, this boy clearly doesn't understand where the hex is. Like, this is one, this is a Ouija board story that I found online that I thought was interesting, but hexes, that, that's not how a hex works. Like, it could be a spirit, but it's, it, that's not a hex. So I don't know why he's like, it felt like some kind of hex, because, like, a board can't hex you, bro. Like, anyways. Um, the next one I nicknamed the Cursed Chair Hug, um, and you'll see why. But this is by a blonde hottie on Reddit, which... Props for the creative username. I really like that. Um, but yeah. So Blonde Hottie on Reddit says, When I was around 13, we lived in a really old house. A lot of weird stuff happened there. Great idea. Wait you more time. <laughs> oh my god, you're so responsible, Blonde Hottie. Look at you go. Um, anyways, we asked the ghost to show himself, and the moment that we did, the curtain wrapped around a chair near a window where my friend where a friend of mine was sitting we tried to rationalize it by saying it was the wind even though the window couldn't be opened i am now 30 plus and my sister is 40 and we still talk about it. i like how you were like it's it's probably the wind and the, literally the window next to it like is fully like just permanently shut like you can't open it you're like it's the wind it's fine I, oh my god, that one's just kind of funny to me, like, I don't mean to invalidate your experience if you're still traumatized or anything, Blontani, but, like, at the same time, it's just so funny to me, because it's, like, the curtain just, like, wrapped around a chair. Like, what? The next one I nicknamed Father Dearest, in case you can't tell, I nicknamed all of these stories, just so I would remember which one I was gonna, like, do before actually reading it, um... But yeah, this one is by RC7770 on Reddit. Um, we were doing we were doing one, meaning a Ouija board, <laughs> in year four to communicate with my friend's dead dad. There was a storm and the lights went out. We heard knocking and weird shit was happening with the electrics. The four of us, one by one, felt a hand creep down our backs. My friend heard friends insert friend's name. It's me your father. I just wanted to say that I love you. His dad did magic rituals and shit. The lighting hit the nearby estate 
The teacher found out and was mad. There was a burning estate, and it was apparently our fault. I mean, they did predict a storm. Wait. Wait. No, I'm trying to understand. This This doesn't make any sense. So this dude, like, thinks he's talking to his father, and then they're, like, excusing it by saying his dad did mat- magical rituals and shit. And then suddenly lightning hit a nearby estate. And this teacher got pissed at them because they thought it was their f- Oh, okay. They thought it was their fault because they played with the Ouija board. Okay, okay, okay. I was, like, really lost. I was like, what? Like, how does this have anything to do with anything? Um, but the Ouija board predicted the storm and this estate lit on fire. Which, I think it's funny that this teacher is just like, uh, it's you guys' fault, duh, for playing with the Ouija board. Like, <laughs> that's not how that works. Um... That w- the way that that's worded is really confusing. Not gonna lie to you, RC-7770 on Reddit. Like, you could have worded that better. Maybe I'm just being mean for no reason. Maybe English isn't your first language or something. I'm really sorry. Um, I forgive you. Like, it's fine. <laughs> okay, the next one is I nicknamed Paper Ouija Board. This is by, this is a long name, Taco Coco Timus Maximus on reddit um i'm not gonna try to pronounce that again because i feel like i'm gonna butcher it again and i don't really want to go about the the embarrassment of doing that (laughs) um whatever that long username was said my sister and i once decided to make a wagey board out of paper and try it in our apartment hallway we never thought in a million years that this would yield any results but as soon as we wrote hello and asked a question all of the lights started flickering we got so scared we ran inside our apartment and burned the piece of paper in the shower tub okay so I feel that I put this in here for one sole reason, and that's to remind you guys never, ever, 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 ever burn a Ouija board. Not ever. Don't do that. It's a very brief story, but I feel like it's an interesting segment to be able to talk about this. If you need to get rid of a Ouija board, cut it into seven pieces and bury them as far apart from each other as you possibly can. That is the correct way to dispose of a Ouija board. Burning it releases all of the negative energy that it previously held into your space. So please... Do not burn a Ouija board. Anyways, the next story is called Four Till No More. And this one's actually like really creepy to me. Like it's actually so scary. Um, but it's by Yeezy and the Pussycats. <laughs> I love these Reddit usernames so much. Like Reddit usernames are the most fun thing in the entire world to me. Anyways, this is kind of a creepy story. So I'm just going to like, I need a second. Okay. My mom and her three friends were playing a Ouija board, and it spelled out four till no more. They didn't think of anything of it, but over the course of the next month, one of my friend's brothers overdosed, the second friend's dad passed away, and my mom and the fourth friend were in a deadly car accident, where the driver, who was their close friend, did not survive. Afterwards, my mom had had severe night terrors of a, quote, dark, evil figure, and my grandma did a cleansing to get the night terrors to subside. My mom still has scars on her hand from the accident and night terrors every once in a while to this day. It took literal years for her to uh, tell me and my sister the story. We were told to never play with one, nor have we ever wanted to. Like, the fact that it said four till no more and then four people died is actually so creepy, bro. Like, I don't know if y'all are as creeped out about that as I am, but like anything that has to do with predicting deaths that actually comes true, like, that is creepy to me. Because, like... I just, oh my god, imagine having knowledge of, like, someone's death. Like, I can't even imagine, like, how 
Ooh, I can't. I can't. The next one is called, or I nicknamed it, Through the Window. It is by no underscore springs on Reddit. I was about 12 or 13, spending the night at a friend's house, goofing around with the Ouija board with him and his sister. We were getting all sorts of gibberish, plus words spelled out, just kind of scaring ourselves for fun, not really taking it seriously. Then we got the message, I can see you through the window. And then, I can see you through his eyes. There was just a small window in the basement where we were, and just in the back and just the backyard and woods past the driveway visible through that window. We asked more questions, and it said, I'm under the car. So we somehow got the nerve to go out with a flashlight. And peering under the car, we saw a huge black stray cat hissing. We ran inside, freaking out, and in that exact moment, the power failed, and all of the lights in the house went out. We, actu- <laughs> we just about actually shit ourselves. A couple minutes later, the power came back, and we sat until dawn that night, and never played with the Ouija board again that one gives me the chills a little bit I I feel like it would have been scary if they're scarier if there was an actual dude hiding under like the <laughs> the car but like the fact that it was a cat and it said I can see you through his eyes is actually still really creepy to me that's all of the stories that we have for today I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I hope I didn't scare you too badly um remember to be safe when playing with any type of paranormal tools but especially with a Ouija board because things can go wrong spirits can lie to you and blah 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 all of my socials are linked in the description and I mentioned them earlier in this podcast again if you're interested in supporting this podcast again I don't get paid for doing this podcast in any way shape or form so if you want to send tips my venmo is greta chapkin and my paypal is greta chapkin at gmail.com so definitely send tips if you can and if you're interested share this with whoever you think would enjoy it and yeah i hope you have an amazing day or night or whatever it happens to be for you and blessed be stay safe out there